Your web pages and content needs testing to see how it connects with customers. Are there layouts and tweaks that work better than others? A-B testing can help you find out. Here's how you can get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode brought to you by Risen. I am your host, as always, Jeff Lambert. Joining me in the studio today is, well, the virtual studio, because we are practicing safe social distancing, is Nicole Mana, who is the creative director at Risen. Nicole, thanks for stopping by over the web. Hi, it's great to be here with you, Jeff. How is your quarantine life going so far? Uh, you know, I can't complain. Uh, working as usual, uh, we're used to working remote, so it's been okay. <laughs> That's true. I, I think for us, it hasn't been as much of an adjustment as for other companies because we do pretty much everything digitally as it is. Yep, that's true. So today we're going to be talking to our audience about something called A-B testing. And mm -hmm. just before we get into that term and talking about why it's important to practice that strategy, can you just, you know, let's talk a little bit about versions of your content. Why is it important to try out different versions of content that you publish digitally? Like, you know, publishing the same version of a blog post or a web page. Why is that a good idea to do? Right. Uh, basically, no design or content is is perfect on the first try. Um, you want to appeal to different audiences and make sure you're capturing capturing their attention. So, uh, testing is so important, and you can make a huge difference in the effectiveness of your marketing efforts by just figuring out what the most effective elements are and then combine them. And and that really applies to anything. You can do that on landing pages blog posts, calls to action, emails, web pages, anything a potential customer will see. Um, and you can make your marketing efforts that much more profitable and successful by testing. So then we have this term, A-B testing. It's a technical term. We hear it a lot thrown around, especially in digital marketing. We may have people think they're doing it, but why don't we go ahead and define terms? Can you talk about at its core, what is A-B testing about? Sure. So basically, A-B testing is a method of comparing two versions of something, either a web page or a uh, content piece, uh, and you're comparing them against one another to determine which one performs better. It's uh, essentially an experiment where two or more variants are shown to users at random. Uh, some people will see one version, and then uh, another portion uh, will see that other version. And it's all pretty much random. So when, um, I, go to, when I go to a website, basically, uh, yes. say, you know, I just type in a URL and I go to a homepage, you're saying that some people are going to see maybe one design, and then other people are going to see another design, and it's done completely at random. That's correct, yep. Okay. All right. Um, yep. Talk to us a little bit more about A-B testing, I guess, in terms of what it gives you in terms of data. Right. So um, statistical analysis is used to determine which of the variations perform better towards a given goal. Um, and then really A-B testing takes the guesswork out of optimizing your, your website. Um, you can make more data-informed decisions, which is what you want, instead of making assumptions. So it's really shifting from the I think to I know this is what's, uh, what's going to do better for my business. So instead of asking all my cousins how my homepage looks, I can actually get like a better view on things you're saying? <laughs> That's exactly true. The data doesn't lie. <laughs> okay. That's a good point. So can you provide maybe a concrete example of A-B testing? Like how would that work in the real world for, you know, I always like to use the example of a pizza shop. Okay. So uh, 
there's there's a few things. Um, you can you can do two versions of a web page where things are different. So, like the location of where a call to action button is, or using a different headline on a blog post. Um, there's two different versions of a survey, maybe one with open-ended questions um, and another with rating scales, for example. And let's say a, a couple more examples, the location of a promotion uh, banner in an email or something we do quite often is you know, diff using different imagery in digital ads, something to that effect. So there's quite a few uh, ways that you can that you can go about it. Sure. And the goal here, like you said, you know, just to circle back is to see what's working with customers. Maybe a button at the top of your blog post is getting more people to notice it and click as opposed to at the bottom. Yes, exactly. So testing that is so important and you'll see, you know, you can see higher conversion rates and things like that. So um, it's definitely worth uh, testing. Now, this sounds like it could be a very time-consuming thing, right? I mean, you're you're looking at two different maybe blog posts that you publish. You're going to have to go into some sort of, um, you know, analytics page uh, on the back end of whatever site you're using, you know, comparing right. views and all these different stats. That sounds like something that people maybe don't have a lot of time to do. Is there um, a more streamlined way of approaching this? Um, well, actually, it's, it's not as difficult as you might think. Um, you know, just changing uh, one element on a page, let's say, and comparing two versions. It, it's not going to take up that much time, but, you know, that the efforts are so worth it in the end. You'll see a big difference um, in, in conversions and, and click-throughs and things like that. So um, it's it's really worth your time to to do something, a, a testing strategy for sure. Is, is A-B testing something that's already built into a lot of platforms that maybe people are using like uh, Squarespace or WordPress or HubSpot or any of those? I know HubSpot for sure has an inbuilt tool. Um, there's also third-party tools like Visual Web Optimizer, which we use also. Um, there's Optimizely and even Google has a tool. Um, and, and some hosting providers do provide inbuilt A-B testing. So if you want to check with your hosting provider, um, you can start there. And, and really, it's like what well, we use is HubSpot, and it's really incredibly easy just to set up two versions and compare uh, to web pages or to landing pages right in the tool that you already use. So it's, it's, very, it's very easy to set up. All right. Good to know. And I'll make sure to include links in the show notes to our listeners. If you want to check out, like we said, yeah. visual web optimizer HubSpot, that way you can jump right in and start using AB testing. Um, Nicole. So yeah, we're talking about, I guess the basics of doing AB testing. We talked about some tools that you can use to get started. There's got to be an overall strategy that people can follow maybe in terms of doing it the right way and the wrong way. Do you have some tips for people to approach doing AB testing? You know, just, just from the first one that they try and do ways to do it. Right. Sure. Sure. So uh, really you, you need to decide what you want to test first and foremost, you usually begin with something maybe sales related um, and, uh, some kind of element on the page that's sales related. Um, they're usually easier to analyze. So start small, maybe with, two versions of a digital ad, and then, you know, you can grow from there. Um, once you've made a list of, of items to conduct testing on, list the variables you want to test for a given piece of content. Again, with a digital ad, uh, maybe you decide to test three items. You know, you can test the location of the text, the font used, and maybe the size of the CTA button, something like that. Okay. 
Yeah, you can also um, decide what stats you're going to be comparing. I think this is really important too. Are you testing click-through rates, uh, sales completed, or just overall engagement of the site? You have to know what you're measuring between these two versions um, that you're comparing to, right? Sure. Uh, so you want to make sure to run tests simultaneously. So by this, I mean, make sure both ads or blog posts or whatever you're testing uh, are published and accessible for the same period of time. So you're really comparing apples to apples here, right? Um, and, and keep the variables as uniform as possible. That's a good point. If you publish a blog post in the morning and then you compare it to a blog post that you publish in the afternoon, that's not keeping the stats, I guess, like you said, apples to apples. There's going to be um, user behavior that's going to come into effect there. So you're saying, you know, put them both out at the same time in the same format. That way you get the same feedback. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and I think the major uh, point there is you want to make sure that you're, that you're running your test for a proper period of time and at the same time. So a few hours really isn't enough to test something. Tests usually run for a minimum of, of, of one to two weeks, you know, what I've seen. And it's really dependent on the amount of traffic. So the amount of visitors you have going to those pages is going to determine um, really, you know, the, the statistical significance of, of those tests um, at the end of the day. So, and then obviously you want to test retest and, and retest again. There's nothing wrong with running multiple exper- uh, experiments. So, you know, especially if it's an important page on your site, like a homepage, it, you know, you want to run a test and then maybe run uh, another one right afterwards and, and keep doing the same thing so, so you can test different elements on that page. Good practical tips, Nicole. This this should be enough for, like I said, if, if you're listening and you've never done A-B testing before, or maybe it's a strategy you're looking to refine, here's some very straightforward ways that you can improve your approach. Um, yeah. Just just to mention real quick, uh, we have a blog post on this on Risen's website. So I'd encourage our listeners too, if you want to see this in written form, in addition, uh, go ahead and click uh, on the blog post link in the show notes and you can you know, read this, uh, download a PDF, you know, whatever you want to do to carry it with you. And uh, Nicole, overall, A-B testing, is this something that you find Risen doing on a regular basis? Should it be an important part of your workflow as a marketer? Absolutely. Uh, we do this with Risen for ourselves and we do it with all of our clients, uh, making sure that we are, are helping um, our clients get the most uh, from their websites and, you know, the, the most people converting on their pages, which is essentially what they what they're looking for. Excellent. So, hey, we're passing it along to you now, the listeners, uh, to give this a shot to refine what you're doing now. And hopefully it brings you, well, not hopefully, we have reason to suggest this because it does work. So, yeah, um, yeah please get started today. And I think you will see a difference. So, Nicole, thanks for sharing these straightforward tactics and strategies to approaching this. And uh, I wish you all the best until the next time we talk. All right. Great chatting with you today. You too. And to our listeners, thank you so much for listening to another episode. And remember, you can expect a new episode. We put ones out every week. We always make sure that they're filled with practical advice that's going to help you grow your business. And remember, if you're looking for an experienced, friendly, and results-driven team, check out Risen by going to gorisen.com. That's Risen with a Z. You can also follow them on social media. They're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can find them just by searching for the username Risen Inbound. That's one word, Risen Inbound. And to our listeners overall, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate connecting with you in this way. 
on a regular basis. And you can do us a favor and help us get in front of new customers and listeners by just leaving a review on the podcast app that you're currently using. So overall, thanks for your support and we'll see you on the next episode.